the college basketball experience preview and picks episode four Tuesday, December 13th on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. $250 in cash and a $250 gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store or Google Play Store. So uh grab that thing today. And remember, folks, to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Tuesday, December 13th. You're wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Kobe Swing and Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> yes. A little early tonight. A little early. Some games still on. Some lines we don't have that maybe the audience can help us with. Uh you know, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I got a comedy show later. We're 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 recording early so I can do the comedy show. I'm the asshole here. Pick Dundee here, uh, joined by uh, my co-host here. Well, one of our co-hosts. We have a we have a three-man booth tonight. So give it up for uh, former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins at West Virginia University and Frank Martin at South Carolina, host of the Ryan and Rush Show, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, brother. Uh, sorry to the audience for the Texas lock last night. Uh, obviously, some things <laughs> have happened today that we didn't foresee happening. Apparently, just a well, maybe a little bit more than a dust up. <laughs> maybe maybe dust something a, 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 a little bit, a little bit more of a dust up there. Uh, third man in the booth, we got the DFS God himself. Look, we I was with him in Wilmington, uh, so shout out to to the fans that came out there. But uh, look, we play college basketball DFS each and every day, folks. Hop on in, get you know. We tweeted out every single day at TCE on SGPN. Give it up for the DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving farmer. Former Herndon Basketball League MVP, give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? When we were winning conference titles and going to the Final Four, we were making a statement. 
who's making a statement? I feel like Syracuse fans are probably saying that because they, oh, they're starting to pull away. They're starting to pull away. They're up 12 <laughs> now on Monmouth. This thing was all tied up about two minutes ago. Oh uh, no, they're up 10. Sorry. 10 on Monmouth. Uh, I mean, right now there's a lot of games live. Like I said, we're coming up. We're coming to you a bit early, but we can recap the games that uh, that have that have gone final. And we can start out with the first game that was played was uh, Spalding. <laughs> Shout out to Spalding. Just waiting for uh, for uh, Rawlings to be. That is a college too, isn't it? I feel like Rawlings. I've seen as well, but that was also a a, a clothing company slash. You know, they would Apparel. make foot, yeah, they would make footballs and basketballs. I feel like um, is that in Kansas. Perhaps I just I think there is like a D two or D three school called Rawlings. Um, they need to play each other, Spalding against Rawlings. That'd be great. And you know what? And I think there's champion too. Didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we preview uh, or, or we were recapping a game where they beat Champion Christian? Champion Christian definitely is a school. So I we got Spalding, Rawlings, and Champion. This is fantastic. Let's <laughs> yeah, keep we'll going. Play, we'll play those games in Dayton. Yeah, <laughs> we just need <laughs> Under Armour next. Under Armour University. Uh, <laughs> Sacred Heart beat. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Sacred Heart blew their lead. At one point, we you know we were watching this. I took Sacred Heart here. Uh, they were up nine at halftime. I think they had this thing up to about thirteen, and they lose by seven. How does that happen? Uh, did you guys catch any of this? Uh, I know it wasn't the, the the biggest game on the slate, but uh, hey, shout out to Stony Brook because they've been terrible this year. I know they came, they got some they they got some nice players in the portal, and I thought they were going to be pretty solid. But they've been terrible so far. Maybe, maybe they're finding their way here. What do you make of the uh, Seahawks there, Moneyline Mac? I was surprised because we all three of us were on Sacred Heart, and I mean they were up by as many as I think twelve in the first half. I thought we were on the right side. Kind of, kind of collapsed in the second half. So good, good win for the Sea Wolves. Yeah, I said Seahawks, Sea Wolves, Sea Wolves, Sea whatever, Sea Dragons. God guys, damn it! Also, I mean they played Yale tight two games ago. Also, only losing by five. Uh, you know, sandwiched in between today and Yale was a blowout loss at Bryant, but but perhaps they're getting a little bit better. I was on the wrong side of this too. I didn't watch it. I didn't clear my schedule to catch this one, but I was kind of following along on my phone, and I thought I was good seeing that halftime score. But uh, yeah, the Stony Brook outscores Sacred Heart forty-seven to thirty-one in the second half. Ooh, yeah, ooh, just brutal there, brutal. Uh, that halftime speech must have been epic. Because uh, you're gonna let Sacred Heart come in here and beat you. You guys got no heart, all right? <laughs> and he got it done. They they woke up. They woke up and got it done. Um, the next one was hilarious because you know you could find most of these games on you know uh, ESPN Plus, ESPN Three. Um, sometimes you, you use the uh, what is the other one that that uh, CAA conference has? I forget the name of it. It's an app. Flow Flow Sports. But uh, <laughs> South Alabama was playing at Alabama A and M, and I had to go deep into the interwebs to uh, to find this one. Ended up finding Alabama A and M's website, and uh, they sent they they are like watch the game live. Normally that like put that they that pushes you to like an ESPN three. Nope, flat out YouTube. Shout out to that. Not even YouTube TV. YouTube. Straight um, YouTube like yeah. this. Yeah, and uh, Alabama A and M was catching ten and a half. They covered. The, uh, South Alabama wins by seven. We were all on a and M. I believe we almost locked it. I feel like we were talking about locking it last night. Uh, South Alabama was in a more desperate spot. They got the dub, but 
but Alabama A&M chippy. And I've noticed that about a lot of the swag teams this year. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's grambling, whether it's uh, you know, uh, I feel like Southern is decent. Um, they, they've been kind of covering machines for, to a certain extent, Did you guys get any eyes on this one. I'm assuming not because I had to really go deep to find this one. No, but this was another scoreboard watching game for me where I think what South Alabama at one time was up 34 to 13 or something. They were up 20 early. So another team that battled back. And like you said, the swack has been a little feisty uh, as an underdog this year and covering some bigger numbers. Yeah. Their, their program, I think is getting better. Cam- Kevin Samuel was at the TCU transfer uh, at 20 points, eight boards for the Jaguars. Yeah. This was almost the opposite of the first game where I, I thought early on, I was like, I, why the hell did I, you know, pick Alabama a and M, but sure enough, uh, they outscore South Alabama by nine in the second half and uh, secure that cover for us. So nicely done. Yeah. And I got to apologize for the guests. We got this next one. Correct. But we backed off of a lock. And if you, if if you follow the SGPN picks page, if you get the app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store, Columbia, I wrote this on the money line. I wrote this on the money line plus 300 uh, on tally side. I just wish we would have locked it up. Columbia wins by 12 against Lafayette. They were eight and a half point dogs. What the hell was I missing? Uh, you know, we all took this one. We should have just been, we, we had, we were right there. We're like, we were halfway there locking it. We were, we, I think I even played the fucking music and then I backed off because I saw Lafayette's schedule. And I was like, well, maybe they're just better than what we realized. Uh, the lions are improving. You know, it's yes. Columbia was on auto fade. I don't think we put them on auto fade. I think they're out of auto fade. No, they're definitely not on auto fade anymore. I mean, they took Dickinson uh, Friday night, right down to the wire game, went to overtime. They're competitive with UMBC. You know, they really got on track and turned their season around when they beat Sarah Lawrence by 41 points. That's what turned it around. (laughs) You know, she has got a crossover that (laughs) that (laughs) Um, I'm not talking about love handles. Oh man! Dude, but this game was never in doubt. The last lead uh, Lafayette had was five to four at the very beginning of the game, and Columbia was getting eight points. I mean, this was an easy cover if there ever was one. I think like late in the first half, uh, Lafayette cut it to two, but that was as close as they got through the rest of the game here. So, yeah, chalk it up as another W, boys. Yeah, yeah, and that one. Uh, you just, just easy play there. Uh, and by the way, yeah, shout out to IUPUI. They did beat Spalding. I, I the Spalding thing kind of went, it went, we went in a different direction, but yes, they beat Spalding. Uh, hopefully the check doesn't bounce. Get the pun, get the pun. Um, Yale, Yale goes in the Fairfield. Now this one we locked up and this Everybody one, buddy did this one, <laughs> this one, the sweat was a little, little, uh, I want to say Fairfield opened up to like a 17 to four lead, 17 to four lead. And you're sitting there like, Oh, I, we knew this line smelled, but no, turns out Yale got their shit together. They're a really good team. And uh, you know, uh, hopefully you listen to us on this one because this was uh easy cash, easy cash. Not in the first half. If you bet the first yeah. half though, you're a fucking maniac. Uh, did you guys get eyes on this one at all? Yeah, no. Uh, Yale was at, without their best player and uh, battled back. I went down. I think we talked about in the pre-show, Nick, that uh, we saw that score. What was it, twenty-three ten? And we're like, oh shit, we're on the wrong side of this one. Um, but used a big run in the second half to get this done. 
it's rare that all six of us will lock up the same game on the picks page. So when I saw that, I go, Oh shit. <laughs> I got nervous in the second half there. Like I, you know, we saw the line come down and, and perhaps that was due to the injury, but in, in the second half after Yale kind of pulled away, Fairfield's starting, starting to come back. And I, and they went like eight minutes without a field goal, but they were calling a whistle on Yale, like every possession, some questionable whistles. So I'm like, man, if I lose this thing, this, this is kind of feeling a little fishy here. But uh, sure enough, Fairfield just didn't have the offense to hang with Yale and uh, Yale's playing good ball, you know, but you know, Fairfield, one of my favorite players, Supreme cook. If you remember talking about him last year, Colby, yeah, well, one yeah. of the best names in the country, Supreme True. cook. He, uh, he, he, he put up 17 tonight for Fairfield, but it wasn't enough. Uh, Supreme cook or Oklahoma's backup quarterback, general booty. I mean, th- that's a good <laughs> battle right there. I think General Booty wins that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, there was also New Hampshire, who needs every win they can get, and they were actually struggling a little bit early on on this one. But they did beat St. Joe's Maine by forty-three. I don't know about St. Joe's Maine; never heard of them before. And uh, I will say, we just had Little Rock uh, grab a much-needed win by twenty-nine uh, against Philander Smith. <laughs> Philander Smith. Uh, other scores right now. Louisiana is up 30 on Louisiana college rice and Texas are tied up with eight minutes left. Woo. Gentlemen, Bill we Owls. Be, uh, NC Nick, did you lock this? No, I took rice. Okay. Uh, oh, I think wow. you guys, yeah. Wow. I took the points, took the points, didn't Wait. lock it, didn't bet it. But even before I heard the news, okay, I took the points. Cause I thought rice has been solid this year. And I thought Texas was going to obviously easy, easily win this game. But I thought it was a, a, just a hair to my point. So uh, obviously, I got lucky with the, it, everything that has transpired. Uh, but hey, talk it up as a W. And I feel like we should stop. The, I mean, we lock this. We're going to eat shit on this one. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but we should talk about the bigger picture for a second. Texas is a national championship contender. This could be catastrophic. This could be the, you know, I was thinking they're going to win the, 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 you know, the, after watching, you know, first month of the, of, of basketball, I was like, they're going to win the big 12. We were wrong. I, you know, I think me and Moneyline Mac were calling for either Kansas or Baylor after mm-hmm. watching Texas for the first month. I was like, they look like the best team. Uh, but you let this happen now. And I, I don't know that Chris Beard ever coaches another game for Texas. Um, what do you think this team would, f- you think this is still a tournament team? You think this is like, they'll get their shit together. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think they got enough talent still to get to the dance, but I mean, now this is when they need Chris beard more than ever when they're entering league play in the best league in America, where you got to play the true round Robin, where everybody headed into big 12 play. You can make an argument has an NCAA tournament resume in the big 12. And it's, it's an unforgiving league. And I mean, Texas right now, if, if they do pull this game out, they're eight and one, it's no guarantee. They're going to pull this game out. I mean, they're tied at the under eight minute mark. This would be so, a critical uh, loss. I mean, rice yeah, rice is terrible. not setting the world on fire in the CUSA yet. Um, but this would be one that really hurts their resume. Uh, I think it's probably premature to, to think about what might happen to beard, whether or not he, you know, gets fired or his legal issues. Uh, but we, we did read the police report and it doesn't sound good. That's all I'll say. I think we all believe in innocent to until proven guilty, but all I know is that it does not look like a good situation, uh, but I think Texas is definitely still a tournament team, but, yeah. uh, but you know, with beard, their ceiling was certainly final four. So it's a huge blow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm just saying with the, the, you know, this is a weird era. You see this all the time. Like uh, whether, you know, a coach goes or something, or they know the coach is going to go. I feel like the Miami hurricanes football team is a perfect analogy. A lot of times you see them quit over the years when they've known that something on the horizon, they're going to fire, you know, this Al golden or whoever, whoever Manny Diaz, um, you see this a lot where you see super talented teams kind of quit with the scenario. That's what I, that's the only reason why I was saying, maybe they don't make the tournament, especially if you start out with a loss to rice. Um, they are well, a veteran it, team though. Uh, you, you would hope yeah. the, you know, the veterans like, uh, like Carr and, and um, Allen, you know, maybe they can come together. Maybe there's an assistant coach who, you know, has a, a, a great reputation with the team and you know, who knows, but there's certainly the potential of things derailing quickly. Yeah. yeah, the guy that's taken over, uh, Rodney Terry, he was a head coach at Fresno State and UTEP, so he does have a background. But we also know, kind of from the football side of things with Texas, they do have a reputation of being a bunch of fucking front runners. So, like, if, well, if they're all paid. Well, they kill yeah. it in the portal. You know, all those players <laughs> yes. are paid. So that what yep. do they care? What do they care at that point? They're like, wait, we're getting no our doubt. money. You know, like, yeah. very true. Um. All right. Well, uh, we'll see how that game ends. Monmouth and Syracuse. Syracuse is only up fourteen now. I mean, I guess that's relieving if you're an uh, an Argeman fan. But uh, their chance to cover. What were we laying? Twenty two or so? Was that what it was? Five minutes yeah, left. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. I would say five minutes left. Um, Liberty is actually down eleven to Oral Roberts. I took Liberty. I don't know what you guys did, but that's that's pretty. I mean, I knew that was a far trip, but I thought Liberty was the better basketball team. So I'm a, bit, I'm a little shocked at that outcome. How about you guys, Nick? I was on Bob Roberts. I I, I did think I, I thought it was a a very tough road trip, and uh, you know, like we were saying beforehand, Ryan was saying it was a great guard matchup between uh, McGee and and Admus. So uh, so far, Admus with twenty six, McGee with twenty four, Aismith, whatever you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Max. it looks like. And th- this game was neck and neck. It was just a very late pull away for uh, Oral Roberts. So uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Moneyline Mac? Did you uh, get? I mean, you took you took yeah. Liberty with me, right? I I I rode Liberty with you. We almost locked this, but we last second held off. Um, I we, think we, we both like the culture of Liberty, Richie McKay defense travels, but I but, mean, they've given up 80 plus tonight, but the flaming libs in Oklahoma. Yeah. Just a, that's just a bad matchup, right? It's uh, <laughs> flaming libs, uh, that's not their neck of the woods. <laughs> we, we have money riding on South Florida, uh, Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa is laying three. They're currently down four, two minutes, 10 seconds left. That's still potential for us to get it to overtime perhaps and get some magic, but we're probably going to eat shit there. Northern Iowa, I think we got it. I think we can never bet them again. I think this team's not good. I know me and NC Nick caught their game over the weekend and <laughs> pathetic man. They did they they had what like at least eight different shots for a game winner because they kept on getting either an offensive rebound or a turnover and they couldn't hit any of them. And yeah, so when I saw that, I'm with you guys. I, I picked Northern Iowa also. You know, I was like maybe bounce back spot at home, but uh, yeah, it certainly doesn't look like. I'll be picking them anytime soon. They have nobody at the game tonight either. I always remember Northern Iowa is one of the better home atmospheres yeah, right. in the Missouri Valley. Nobody's at this game tonight. I'm telling um, you that program though, over the past couple of years, whether it was AJ green mm-hmm. uh, leaving, whether it was Carter going to Missouri, I think they had another transfer that transferred out. But then a couple of years ago, I think they lost the, uh, like their leading score to Creighton. They yeah. have been just picked apart 
and it, and I I just think I wouldn't be surprised if they might perhaps made a move. Uh, I don't think they should from the coaching point of view, but uh, what was that run they went on like ten or twelve years ago? Was elite it eight? Elite I eight? think it was elite eight, right? Did they knock off Kansas? Kansas, yeah. yeah I think yeah. they beat Texas yeah. in that that that, uh, or maybe they that was who got them. Was it Texas that mm, got them in like? Te- yeah, they beat Texas in a different one, the half court. Okay, shot. yeah, 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 against Shaka, yeah. and then they they blew what a fifteen point lead with like a minute left against A and M. That's mm. right. That's right. Yeah, they should have yeah. been in the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, they kind of got killed by the COVID year. That was their best team, and the season got canceled. They were one seed in the Missouri Valley. They were going to the tournament. So, uh, yeah, no, kind of bad breaks here with the portal, and then the COVID year. Well, more bad breaks might be happening for old Pick Dundee here because he uh he laid what was it twenty eight with Gonzaga. I'm with you on that one. They're up by uh, six right. at half. Yeah, Rob Donaldson in the chat said we're going to need to talk about Gonzaga and them just not being that good. I think there's something to that. Well, this is this is actually disgusting because yeah, do I need to tell you that Northern Illinois lost by uh, 37 to Idaho? Do I the need Vandals. do I need to tell you that Northern Iowa put put it on Northern Illinois as well? Do I need to tell you that Illinois Springfield? <laughs> Illinois Springfield, a D two or D three school beat Northern Illinois. This is not good for business here. I don't know what is happening in, in uh, Spokane there. Currently 308th on Ken Palm is Northern Illinois. That's wild, dude. This is this what's up with Gonzaga. This year. I don't think their guards are very good. I think it's sure. the guard play. How do they, I don't understand it. Like they were it's Gonzaga. You've built yourself into this brand. You can pretty much get anybody that the NIL is playing a factor there. That's what brought, I think Malachi Smith and drew Timmy back. Um, this is concerning. Uh, Creighton Ryan Kalkbrenner is out for Creighton. And we were talking about this just before we hit record. Cause Arizona state's up six at halftime. Creighton better watch out. We were taught there. So they're, they're sitting there at uh, six and four. They have, uh, if they lose this, they will be six and five. And then they're at Marquette next in four days. You're talking about six and six. Then they're home to Butler. I don't know that they're better than Butler. You're talking about a situation as uh, pretty much at that point, Biggie's plays begun. I don't know. I think this, this could be, I mean, this was a preseason top 10 team. Nick, what's your thoughts on the Blue Jays, and what do you think? Like, you think they will see their way out of this, and and still know. a long way to go here. I think they can they can withstand uh, you know a mid season, early season dip as long as they get healthy and, and start winning some games in the Big East. I don't think there's extreme cause for concern right now, you know. But with that said, you know, whoever there, if if they do lose this game, they better win some pretty quickly here to end December on at least a, a decent note before the new year starts. I was on Arizona state here. I thought about locking up and betting it. I refrained kind of wishing I did right now. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I'm a bit surprised uh, Arizona state will probably end up on the bubble too. So this game could be critical if uh, Creighton ends up a bubble team, perhaps. Um, South Dakota State's beating Mount Marty. <laughs> Marty oh, Schottenheimer Mount Marty. <laughs> started at the university. Uh, 
they're only up by eight in the first half. And uh, we have a bunch of other games. Obviously the key game, New Mexico, San Francisco, Kennesaw state, which you, there's still opportunity to bet Kennesaw plus 19 and a half folks get in there and bet that it's one of my locks. Um, and San Diego Christian taking on UC Santa Barbara and UC San Diego taking on San Diego, San Diego. And those games have not tipped off yet, but it's uh, and by the way, our game balls will be happening at the end of the episode. So we'll have more outcomes and let's enter today's action. But uh, before I do, let's play some music here. Let's uh, let's go uh, this one. Yes, it is a wild one. We have college basketball for me starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow when Bethel College takes on UT Martin. 9 a.m. What do I got? What do I got to do? Eat my eat I, my Apple Jacks and watch some uh, Bethel and <laughs> UT Martin. I actually do. Uh, Bethel is in Tennessee. We played them at Austin P. They're they're not bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it okay. might be a ball game. If you can find a line out there, first off, I'm impressed. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of lines, we can't even get D1 lines. Can we talk about that for a second? It is 10 o'clock Eastern time, and we have maybe, what, a third of tomorrow's lines going on. Yeah. Yeah. This is almost 2023, okay? I have good news for you, buddy. Got some? They're sleep at the wheel. I got them all, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. All right. See what happens? I bought some time talking about. <laughs> Talking about Spalding University, <laughs> and then the lines drop, baby. So if you right. want, so, sometimes you just think I'm doing shtick. No, I'm fucking <laughs> buying time to actually bet the games and talk about the games. So with uh, most, with with with, with, with well, if I can talk with <laughs> most of these lines, this is going to be initial reaction. Then yes, all of this. I have not we, submitted there was, any picks there was or any bets. There was yeah. eleven lines that came out maybe like two hours, three hours ago. So we got we were able to digest that a little bit. These ones here, it's going to be initial reaction. Definitely. Let's do it. Yeah. Nick, are you, I'm just curious, Nick, are you going to be able to throw on uh it's noon your time Bethel and UT Martin ESPN plus I can definitely do that. No, I can't. I'll be driving up to uh, Virginia tomorrow. Never mind. I'll be traveling uh, for work. Oh, all right. Because mid Lutheran Omaha is also taken off or taking, I was going <laughs> to ask you which one you were more excited about between Bethel, Tennessee, and UT Martin and uh, mid Lutheran in Omaha. You know, I like Omaha. You know, I like an in-state battle and I don't know if Midland university is in Nebraska or not. So let's go with the first one. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. First game that you can bet on. We got lines, baby. Longwood heads to New York city to take on St. Francis up there in Brooklyn. Longwood's five and five for St. Francis is four and five. Longwood's laying nine, a lot of points for a 500 team to be laying at Daniel Lynch gymnasium, actually Daniel Lynch, 38 gymnasium. <laughs> I'm assuming it was built in 1938. Um, probably not. It's New York city. That shit was probably built like a week ago. Uh, anyway, uh, this game interesting. And in, uh, you know, from this angle, Longwood top 150 in pace, St. Francis 283rd in pace. St. Francis is 332nd in shooting the three ball. Oh no, I'm sorry. 332nd in field goal percentage. Uh, meanwhile, Longwood is 43rd in field goal percentage. Uh, these teams 
not offensive juggernauts. I mean, Longwood, I'm sorry. Not uh not St. Francis. 309th offensive rating. I'm gonna lay the points. What are you doing here, Nick? I think I'm with you. If you look at uh St. Francis, their only division one wins are St. Peter's, Delaware State, and Hartford. Those last two are probably bottom five teams in all of D one. And uh meanwhile, Longwood, I mean they're they're one sixty well, one hundred sixty first in Ken Palm compared to three hundred and forty sixth. Longwood's clearly the better team. The question is, are you going to lay that many points on the road? St. Francis, their last game out, the only loss to UMass Lowell by nine on the road. But yeah, I'm with you. Lancers, Longwood, lay the points. Moneyline Mac, what are you doing here? Yeah, no, I'm joining you guys. I'm laying the points with Longwood. Much better team. St. Francis, like you said, one of the probably top 20 worst teams in Division One. So I'll lay the points. Longwood's got a decent program. Yeah, they do. Back to the days of Jerome Kersey. Portland Trailblazer got he almost had a championship like twenty times I feel like Pistons, Lakers, oh no not Lakers who they play Bulls Bulls when Jordan did the the um VMI <laughs> VMI remember when we thought they were just absolute dog shit and then they just whooped Radford's ass I know and uh, Navy yeah watch out the VMI. SoCon represent. They traveled to Washington D.C. to take on AU. That's that's American University. <sighs> I mean, do I just need to uh, do I just need to play this song here? Because when you're playing uh, American University, fight for your life. Well, Americans lay at eleven and a half points. Um, 11 and a half points. You know, AU is seven and two with wins over Georgetown and George Washington. Who's the best team in DC? Hilarious. Tell me they got Howard on the schedule. Tell me they got Howard on the schedule. I don't see it yet, but they also beat William and Mary. I mean, this this team's own in DC and Mount St. Mary's, which is in Maryland. Um, Oh man. I feel like it's too many points. I'm taking VMI. I thought about locking it. <laughs> I thought about, but VMI has cost me a couple times this year. It's not VMI with Dan Earl last year where I could trust it. I could trust it night in, night out. NC Nick, what are you doing here? Uh, again, I agree with you. Uh, even though American has won seven straight, so they, they lost the first two games of this season, have reeled off seven in a row, and VMI has yet to win on the road. But still, I think it's too many points. Uh, I don't think it's a money line play. I think American gets the dub. But I'll take the points. Money line, money line, Mac. Yeah. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm gonna jo- I'm gonna join you guys. I think it's too many points, but I can't lock up VMI just because they haven't proven it on the road. Obviously, they're good at home with their wins over Navy and Radford. So I'll take the points. So too many. Johnny football's locking it up. Somebody's a man on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Uh, he said, "Who is America to be laying eleven and a half?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, it's a good point. Um. Yeah, I get the SGPN app. That might be a lock for old Dundee. NC Nick, you're going to be up in the Virginia DC area. You could have your choice of going to the, to that that great VMI American game or mm. this next one. Coppin State and Juan Dixon heading to DC to take on the Colonials. They will always be the Colonials. Uh, and George Washington. George Washington's laying eight. Who wants to lock this with me? Who wants to do it? What direction oh, yeah. are you going? I'm going Coppin. Coppin <laughs> should have covered against ECU. ECU is better than George Washington. 
I think we take the eight points in Coppin. I also think there's the little brother angle. ECU Coppin should have ECU won by nine against Coppin, but Coppin was winning like eighty percent of that game, maybe even ninety. And then uh, it was a bad bad beat down the stretch. I actually think Coppin might just flat out be better. I think there's a money line play at plus two eighty five currently. You might want to consider. Give me Juan Dixon and Coppin State on the road here as a, the little brother angle. They think, oh, eight ten bye game. You'll see Rothstein tweeting this. Who's coming with me? I'm coming with you. I'm yeah. locked up compensated. Let's go. There we go. Shout- on the money line. Shout out to Larry Stewart. And, and uh, who was the better pro, Nick? Larry Stewart or Yankadare? I think Larry Stewart was, right? Yeah, I mean Yankadare was was awful as a pro. So yeah. Larry Stewart for sure. Uh, I, I still think today's NBA Alexander Cool and the gang would have been better than them all. All right, uh, <laughs> you gotta you love d- Baltimore versus DC though, and you got the uh, the nation's third leading scorer in Sam Sessoms for Coppin State. That's enough for me for the cover, but I think I'm gonna uh, stay away from actually betting this, guys. You guys mm-hmm. are on your own. Mm-hmm. Crazy bastard. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take it back to Raleigh. Where look, you should be at this game. I think you got to call out sick. You got to call out sick. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. Furman sniffles. Yeah. Furman heads into heads into uh, what do they call NC State Stadium? Uh, PNC Arena, PNC, PNC. Bank. Huh? I see what they did there. Uh, PNC Park. R- r- real original. Uh, they sold out for the dollars. They did, and th- and not the wins. Believe it or not. Huh? Uh, Furman's getting six at NC State. Hmm. Are we sure that NC State's even better than Furman? You know, I was impressed with NC State in November. They had nice wins over Dayton and Butler and a close loss to Kansas. Uh, but then conference play starts in December and they dropped the first two conference games to Pitt and Miami. And, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, similar to Creighton on a smaller scale and not as good of a scale. If things, you know, this season could go off the rails soon, and Kevin Keats could be looking for work soon if they don't start picking up some W's. Um, and also, it should be noted that their big man, uh, Dusan Mahorshik, is out. He just had surgery on his knee. I think he's out for a while now, a month or two. Hear but, me out uh, here. Hear yeah, me out go here. Ahead. Okay. Furman beat Belmont by mm-hmm. 15, right? Furman lost at Penn State by just five. Penn State, I think, is better than. Better than uh, NC State. Yeah. Uh, Furman beat South Carolina by 19 in Columbia, right? I think I think we we lock up Furman. Am I crazy? You're not crazy. No, no, I don't think you're crazy. I'm I'm going back and forth on this one whether I want to lock Furman or not. Like you said, NC State they were they were impressive in November, but since December competition got reeled reeled up a little bit here. Um, I mean, all they've done is beat Coppin State in the month of December. It's a sandwich spot as well between two high majors coming off the Miami game, got Vanderbilt and uh, that Louisville game in a little bit. Um, I'll go with you. Let's lock up Furman. I just think, you know, six points. I think Furman could win it outright. Furman's the side to play. They're the yeah. side to play. Triple lock? Oh, there we go. Let's go. SoCon. Don't sleep on the SoCon, fellas. 
All right. Next up, we got UNC Asheville. Been disappointed with UNC Asheville so far this year. I don't know if they're doing too many whippets up there in Asheville uh, with, the, with those with those hippies, those Carolina hippies, or uh, or what. But now they head to South Carolina State, and believe it or not, South Carolina State has covered a lot of games for me this year. I, I'm I'm shocked when I pull up their their resume and they're one in ten because I'm like this is the best one in ten team in America. Just gonna go ahead, go ahead and say that. Um, Asheville's on the road. They're laying six and a half. Uh, this game is at uh, Smith Hammond Middleton Memorial Center. <laughs> Let's can we add any more names onto that fucking thing? <laughs> Smith Hammond uh, Middleton uh, Rodney uh, J- Jackson Stadium. Um, UNCA is laying six and a half. Last matchup uh, two years ago during the COVID season, Asheville won by twenty one. I'm going to take Asheville, but I haven't been impressed with them, man. I have not been impressed with them. And I wouldn't be surprised if state gave him a game. I wouldn't be surprised if state beat him. Yeah. What are you doing here? Uh, Moneyline Mac. So uh, you mentioned it, South Carolina state's one and 10, but this is their first home game of the year. Um, they've played all 11 <laughs> on the road so far. So uh, the Harlem Glo- uh, the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> of the Bulldogs are back in town in Spartanburg. I'm with you though. I'll probably lean Asheville, but don't feel great about it. NC Nick. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Drew Pember. He's another one of the uh, I guess top 10 leading scorers in the nation, the, the uh, Tennessee transfer for uh, UNC Asheville. I'm going to ride them. I was flirting with the idea of potentially locking it up, but I can't trust them. I'm not going to do that, but I think Asheville's aside. UMBC heads to Loyola, Maryland to take on Loyola. UMBC's lay in 4. Oh man. So UNBC seven and four Loyola's four and seven, but Loyola uh, did win the last matchup by 19. This is at the rights, the rights arena. <sighs> this, I, I'm going to, I guess I'll lay the four with, uh, with Loyola. Loyola's coming off a game where they only scored 34 points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking right at that too. I was like, man, they, yeah. Uh, can they score more than 34? I mean, double and, that. They get and, to 68. It, they weren't playing a, a power six school. They were playing Mount St. Mary's. Yeah. They scored 10 points in the first half, 24 in the second half. So they got hot. Maybe, maybe they stay hot in this matchup, but golden Dyke. I love this top performer. I'm looking online right now. Top <laughs> performer is golden Dyke. So look, they, they give the, the best player for each team uh, in the ad for the, for the, the box score golden Dyke. Zero points, nine rebounds, one steal, two blocks. <laughs> they highlighted their best player as a guy that scored zero points. That's fucking hilarious. I don't know that I've ever seen that. I don't know that I've ever seen that where that's highlighted as the key guy on their team. The Golden uh, Dyke. <laughs> I mean, they shot twenty six percent from three. I'm sorry, no, ten percent from three. Twenty six percent for from the field. This team, uh, yeah, I'm starting to feel like maybe we should lock up UMBC, but maybe maybe this line smells a little bit then because uh, I mean both teams not great defensively. Yeah, Loyola is 340th in offense. Meanwhile, UMBC 69th. NC Nick, you think about locking this one? No, not at all. I think the line does stink. <laughs> I think this is a, a good spot for a home dog because it just doesn't make sense. I mean, UMBC comes in winners of four straight. Loyola's dropped three straight. Uh, I just think maybe maybe the uh, Greyhounds are the more desperate team here. They're at home getting points. I'll go with the dog. 
Wow. Uh, I'm going to lay the points, but I ain't locking it. Moneyline Mac, what are you doing? I'm going to go with Nick here and lean towards the dog. I think it smells. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, Loyola Maryland is in the bottom tier in offense in the country. Scoring 34 for one game will uh, do that to your power rating, I guess. And uh, <laughs> I think it's a bounce back a little bit. I, they can't score in the 30s, two straight games, right? <laughs> and uh, I, I don't feel confident. I don't feel confident in, in saying that, but I, I think you're probably right. Um, yeah, Greyhound. You know- Usually, when those county boys come into the city, yeah, you know, <laughs> give me the city boys. <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, Greyhound, one of my favorite cocktails. If, if you had, if if you if I've sat there and I had to, uh, you know, say, hey, what is your favorite mixed drink? You know, obviously Bloody Mary would come up, but Greyhound is pretty high on that. Pretty high on that list. What the, what the hell is a Greyhound? Uh, vodka grapefruit. Uh, that sounds. No, <laughs> what, you really have that like an old fashioned. What, what, what do you like? A, what do you like? A seven year old that just doesn't mix well with your medicine? You can't have what? grapefruit. You can't have grapefruit juice with I, your medicine. I mean, better than an old fashioned vodka and grapefruit. I put it up there. It's up there, dude. That if you're at the beach, awful. I don't like an old fashioned. If I'm sitting there at the beach, all right. And I so live at the got, beach. So now you got stipulations. You got I live at the beach. All right. Huh? I live at the beach. So give me, give me some of those. Those some fruit juices with some vodka. Ryan says it's uh, Ryan Hassel says it's kind of, it's kind of girly though. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair, I mean, look, I'll be honest. I'm normally a vodka rocks guy, but I'm saying if, if you're gonna concoct uh, something with, with the fruit juices, I would take that over like rum, pineapple or rum and Sprite or some shit like that. I know Sprite's not a juice, but Hey, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's continue on uh, Southern Southern's. Oh man. I thought about locking this. Southern's catching Jaguars. Tw- they're catching 20 at Xavier. Xavier's coming off the, the skyline chili sh- sh- fest, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, <laughs> Crosstown, Crosstown chili fest. Uh, so it's a great letdown spot. And meanwhile, Southern is not bad. Southern's four and five. You look at that resume uh, Southern. I thought played pretty damn close against UNLV. UNLV pulled away like final minute of that game in the, in the opener UNLV won by 10. Uh, then they Southern beat Cal, uh, who I guess I don't know if that's impressive or not, but uh, they're not a bad team. So I'm going to take the Jaguars plus the twenty. I'm not going to lock it though. What are you doing here, money line Mac? I think I'm going to lean to Xavier. I think they're rolling right now. Um, don't feel great about it. Too big a number. And uh, sh- shout out to the chat. We're going to overtime in Austin right now. By the way. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, let's go, Rice. Our bet's already cooked. Let's go, Rice. Yeah. Fuck Texas. Let's yeah, go. I don't think you can yeah. cover 25 at uh, overtime. <laughs> um, no, NC Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, so Southern is not quite as bad as South Carolina State, but they started the year off with a four game road trip, which was at UNLV, at Arizona, at St. Mary's, at Cal, which they won that game. They beat Cal, and they're about to embark on another ru- uh, brutal road trip of six straight games. But I like your point, Colby. I think it's kind of a letdown spot for Xavier. P- potential look ahead too with with Big East play starting on Friday. Southern's not bad. I think they're good enough to cover this. Let's go, North Carolina Central, Lavelle Moton, heading into Baton Rouge, Louisiana. LSU somehow pulled that win out of their ass. They're eight and one. I, I, is that the most phony eight and one team in America? Arguably, yes. Got to be up there. Well, they it, were one of the most uh, phoniest football teams too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, you look at LSU, you know, they had a, uh, 
they somehow found a way to beat Wake Forest. The game before, they only beat UT Arlington by four. The game before that, they only beat Wofford by three. They lost to Kansas State in a in a, in a in a game. I think they're still arguing about the outcome on that with a, with a questionable call late. They they kept single digits with Arkansas State. It was pretty much single digits with UMKC. I think the final score was eleven, but it was pretty 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 dicey down the stretch there. Uh, Central's getting fourteen. I'll take the fourteen. Nick, what you, you're right there and. In, 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 Raleigh or close to Durham. They call it RDU Raleigh Durham airport. Uh, <laughs> you got your eye on uh, you got your pulse on, uh, on, on NCC. I do like central here. I, I wish it was a couple more points and I would, I would flirt with locking it at 14. It there, there's some pause for hesitation, but uh, central is a top 10 ATS team in the country. Six and one right now. And you mentioned LSU, you know, some troubles, you know, putting away smaller schools like the four point win over UTA or the three point win over Wofford. So I'll take another road dog with you. I mean, central only lost in Charlottesville by 12. Um, they, uh, they only lost. Well, they did get their ass whooped at Liberty. Um, I was going to say they lost in overtime in Boone to app, but I know that's not that great, but only 12 to, to Marquette in Milwaukee. Yeah, for sure. Money line, Mac, what are you doing here? I'm locking up central. I think oh, too many points. There we go. Too many points. I think LSU is a little bit of fraudulent so far. Moneyline Mag locking up the Eagles. There we go. I like it. Uh, the Sentinels heading into Chapel Hill. Sentinels five and four, coming off an 18 point loss to uh, Charleston. Or no, 22 point loss to Charleston. Um, it's weird. I watched that season opener where Citadel actually was neck and neck with Clemson for a lot of that game. Clemson pulled away very late. Um, but after that, I caught the Citadel. I think they were playing Butler. They just got housed by Butler in Hinkle. <laughs> Lost by forty-seven. Yeah. Uh, and and I kind of think you know this this is a, a little bit of a rebuild there at the Citadel. Um, man, but twenty-five is a big number for a team that I have not been trusting. I'm going to lay the points with Carolina, but I don't like it. NC Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah. For Carolina, uh, you know, when, when Georgia tech came to town, what over the weekend, it was their first win and first cover since before Thanksgiving, but uh Baycott is back and healthy now. And I've been taking a lot of dogs so far. Here's one where I will take a home favorite. I've been awful picking UNC so far this year, but uh, I'm, I'm going to lay the big number money line. Yeah, no, uh, and you know the fact that you've been awful picking Carolina means you're happy because they they had been losing four in a row before this. So <laughs> it's like straight. my method when I take Kansas. You know, it's it's good <laughs> yeah. if you miss the pick. You know, Kansas still lost just right. like Carolina. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll lay the big number here. Uh, I think Carolina is going to start playing slowly better. St. Peter's, St. Peter's. Oh man, they have been a very hard team to get a read on. Possible. Awesome. They are heading to Hartford to take on uh, this team that doesn't have a trainer. They don't have a coach. <laughs> God damn it. I don't even know. If they're going to have wood on this fucking court. Um, <sighs> St. Peter's is laying eight and a half. <sighs> Last time they played Hartford one, but back then they, they weren't, they weren't ditching their basketball program. Oh man, Hartford just lost by 18 to St. Francis. I feel like this team, they have every reason to quit. They have every yeah. single reason to quit. But damn it. 
I don't know. Eight and a half. Okay. I'll lay the points. I'll lay the points with Peters. I don't feel good about it. Moneyline Mac. What are you doing here? I'm with you. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to keep fading Hartford from here on out. I think it's easy for them to quit. Uh, you pick or choose offense, defense. There are 350 plus ranked in both. I mean, this, this is just a really, really bad team. NC Nick, what are you doing here? I'm with you guys. I mean, it's crazy that one year you make the elite eight and the next year you lose three straight games to Mount St. Mary's Fairfield and St. Joe's all by double digits, but Hartford is awful. They are on auto fades. So give me uh, St. Peter's. I'll raise it one higher. It's crazy. Hartford makes their NCAA tournament for the first time ever. And the next year they said, you know what? We're going to get rid of the basketball program and push it to not D two D three. What the fuck? <laughs> Terrible. You just made your first NCAA tournament and you're doing that. They deserve everything terrible. All right. Everything fucking terrible <laughs> over there. Um, yeah. I'm on St. Peter's, but Marshall heads into UNC Greensboro. Interesting game going on here. UNC Greensboro is another team. I've had a hard time really getting, uh, you know, get, understanding who they are. Marshall. Meanwhile, they've been money as long as they don't play Queens. So this game, uh, not, not at Queens. So I, I, what they are. zero and one in the state of North Carolina, but um, Marshall's laying two and a half. Does this game absolutely reek or is this me? Potentially. Yeah. Just, if you're, if I was setting this line, it'd be at like eight and a half, nine. Well, you, well, right off the bat, you got a nine and one team going against a four and six team. But hey, sometimes, like Patty C says, you got to <laughs> just dive into the stink, guys, because Marshall has been very impressive. Uh, you know, the tenth most experienced team in the country. They've covered five straight games. Watch out for that guard Tavion Kinsley, averaging twenty one points per game. And and UNCG, other than the close game at Arkansas, the last game out, they've been really disappointing this year. I'm going to, you know, throw caution to the wind and lock up Marshall minus the two and a half. Let's go herd. You sold me. You sold me. Do we have a triple lock? We have a triple lock, although it is the third game of a road trip, but Hey, they're going to get it done. Let's go herd. Oh yeah, baby. Let's, we are Marshall. We are fucking Marshall. Let's go. Plus Greensboro's like, I, I don't know that I've ever been to Greensboro, but I feel like it's a nice nice town. They can take a shower. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to, they don't have to bring the toothpaste. All right. They're, they're okay. Um, Stonehill. Oh man, please. Someone make sense of this one for me. Stonehill's heading to chestnut Hill. Take on Boston college this games at the Silvio Ocante forum. Why the fuck is BC laying 12 and a half points? Huh? <laughs> Lock it up. Do we do it again? I mean, Stonehill did just lose to the moving company by 11, but the moving company might be better than Boston college, Boston uh, college. Owen five ATS at home this year. Why would you? And Stonehill's in Massachusetts. Watch them travel better. Um, no, I mean, you're going Stonehill or chestnut Hill. The stone is going to crush the chestnut here. I'm Lock with you. I'm going to, I'm going to take the points. Cause you look at this. It's like they have a seven point loss to Quinnipiac. Uh, they did get housed by Providence, but Providence is good. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. They only beat only crossed by two, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're locking this Nick. Let's do it. All right. I'll go triple lock money line. Mac, you win on this. 
you know, I've had success fading BC all year. Let's do it again. Let's go <laughs> Stonehill. Let's go. <laughs> the Skyhawks. This is your sky captain coming to you saying, take the points with the Skyhawks. Let's go. Smoke them if you got them. All right. Um, next up, Dartmouth. Fucking Dartmouth. Uh, they're, they're taking on Boston, BU, as they say. <laughs> BU. They're laying. They're laying eight. <laughs> oh man, Dartmouth. The dots. They're uh, the big green. They suck ass. They just lost to Central Connecticut State by nine. But BU barely squeaked by Marist. Oh man, I just don't feel comfortable laying laying that big of a number with uh with Boston. I guess give me dot give me Dartmouth in the points. What are you doing here, NC Nick? I'm gonna lay the points. I'm gonna go with the home team. Boston is coming back from a uh, a three game road trip. Four out of five games on the road. I think they'll be uh they'll be they'll be playing better, shooting better in the, in their own gym. I think they uh they win by double digits. Mm, and he's referring to the Case Gym. That's the name of their stadium, Case Gym. <laughs> oh yeah, gets lit in there, yeah. baby. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna crack the case open with the dub. Uh, what are you doing here, Moneyline Mac? I'll lean to be you here. No, no bet here though for me. <laughs> Just okay. like I'm sure you guys aren't betting this either. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Not betting this one. Uh, next one, the smell is strong. It's really strong. Smell. This might be the smelliest game of the evening. UMass Lowell, who charts, I think, pretty damn high in Ken Palm. I want to say they're, they're in the top 60. They're only laying one at Rhode Island. I mean, UMass Lowell is eleven and one, folks. Yeah. Rhode Island's three and seven, right? UMass Lowell's only loss is at the rack, a tough place to win by single digits. What the fuck am I missing with this spread? Is it just based on the name UMass Lowell? No one's gonna bet on them. They're just gonna take Rhode Island. Is that the angle here? I, I don't understand it. Every uh, UMass Lowell thirty eighth in the country in pace. Rhode Island two hundred thirty ninth. I know that doesn't tell. You know, but let's dive deeper. Third in the nation in field goal percentage, UMass Lowell. Three hundred thirty-second in field goal percentage, Rhode Island. Oh, uh, three-point shooting team. Who's the better team? Lowell. Free throw shooting team. That's the only advantage that Rhode Island would have. Rebounding. UMass Lowell is fourteenth in the nation. Meanwhile, Rhode Island one hundred sixteenth. I mean, you go through all the analytics here. Um, it's hard to make a case. UMass Lowell's got the eleventh ranked defense, the fifty seventh best offense. Meanwhile, Rhode Island's three hundred twentieth in the nation in offense. Why are we not locking this? Should we lock this, guys? Yeah, no, I, I, I think that the number's short just because of Rhode Island's bigger name versus UMass Lowell. You look at it and you go, UMass Lowell's a favored over uh, Rhode Island, the Rams. I'm gonna lock it up. Give you the River Hawks. Triple lock, Nick. Are you in? No, no. This is where I'm going to jump off the uh, the stink boat. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go Rhode Island. I mean, the way, yeah, I mean, you guys are right. I mean, there's really no reason for this, but but sometimes you just have a feeling about a home dog, even though they're a very very tiny home dog. We're talking Chihuahua here, but I'll take Rhode Island. A lot of people think Odell Beckham was on that stink boat. <laughs> he hasn't been very good since that stink boat. <laughs> That's right. Um, 
I'll lock it with you, dude. Let's go. Yeah, they're battle tested. They've been on the road already. I can't take this Rhode Island team. They suck ass too. Terrible. And you look at Lowell. I mean, they've won at UMass. Uh, they went to the rack and went toe to toe with Rutgers as well. I mean, they're battle tested. So I think they they go in and get another quality road win. Fairly Dickinson's heading into Richmond, Virginia, where the Spiders just looked like the best team in the nation the other night. They they made what the hell was that? They just destroyed Drake. It's NC Knicks been to uh, the stadium, Robin Center, the Robin nice Center. Stadium. I was always a Batman guy myself, but NC Nick as a kid, big fan of Robin. Big fan, big fan of Robin. If anybody uh, in our family was Batman, it was me and you were Robin, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. I was definitely the Joker, dude. You kidding me? Good, good, good point. Yeah. You are a comedian, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. We got a, we got another brother. He's Robin, right? Uh, Fairly Dickinson, not bad. Six and six. Got that two point win against NJIT, the Highlanders. Folks like this. Um, they're getting 16 at Richmond. I'm taking fairly Dickinson. Nick, what are you doing here? There's, there's, you know, it's just like Richmond to kind of sleepwalk through this game after a big W. They're the better team. They're at home, but I think it's too many points. I'll ride with you. Dude, I almost think we should bet this too. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> Moneyline Mac, what are, what are you doing yeah, here? I'm I'm too hesitant on this one. I'm starting to like what I'm starting to see from uh the Richmond Spiders. I think they're getting better slowly. Uh huge win over Drake by 30. Could be a letdown, but I mean Dickinson, uh, they've struggled a- away from home. Although they did win at Columbia. <laughs> I see the chat. <laughs> I see the chat go. My book just disappeared the Marshall line. Poof, it was gone. Oh, <laughs> hey, we move we, we moved the number. Yeah, they're probably watching, man. Uh, I see we have twenty three live people watching. They're all books. They're all books, yeah. man. Uh <laughs> Princeton at Iona. This game's fantastic. One of the best games of the night. Iona's laying six. So this is interesting because you have Princeton eight and two, Iona six and two, but Iona's looked really good lately. And that's why I'm going to ride that momentum of Rick Patino, uh, the minute man or the second man himself. Uh, I'm laying the six against the Ivy money line mag. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm locking up Patino. Let's go locking it up. Should we, should that's we lock my the, team? Yeah, that's I'm my locking team. it with you. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. I'm in sold just like that. Give me the gales of Iona. Yeah, guys, a couple of quick nuggets on this. Iona 4-0 ATS at home. So they, you know they're 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 playing well. Uh Princeton strength of schedule, 328th. So while they do have a gaudy record of eight and two, they've been fattening up on a bunch of cream puffs. Their best win is versus Drexel, who was 197th on Ken Palm. So uh yeah, I think Iona at home here, only six. Well, yeah, lock it up. Yeah, and shout out to I, uh, you know, if you know Iona basketball, they have the the original Sean Green. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Former <laughs> former Indiana Pacer Sean Green played from Iona, played Oak Hill Academy. That's right. Um, yeah, originally from Santa Monica, California. Shout out to the OG Sean Green. I, I guess you could say the baseball player too, but uh, I don't know which one's older. Um, next up, we go f- the airport catching uh Catching catching a flight to DC to take on Howard. FIU's laying three. Give me Howard. Upset special <laughs> here. I'm taking the three. Ride the money line. NC Nick, what are you doing here? I'll ride with you. This is this is Howard's first home game in about a month. And FIU is 0-2 straight up on the road this year. I think that continues. Give me Howard. I see Texas survives against Rice oh, in overtime. Oh, damn. Bastards. 
Mm, what are you doing in this Howard game, money line, Mac? Uh, I'm gonna take the Bison with you guys. Ride the money line. It's like you said, first home game. Uh, get up spot. It, 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 FIU doesn't want to go into DC and play Howard the Bison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Southern Miss heading into Lamar. Southern Miss nine and one. Brett Favre has built this program into something dominant. All right. Um, this is at the Mon- Montage Center. Um, the Montagny Center. I don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, <laughs> these teams just played on December tenth. Southern Miss won by about a hundred. Saturday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they won by forty six. <laughs> this line's at fifteen. I'll lock it. Give me the Golden Eagles minus fifteen. Take all that winnings. Buy some Wrangler jeans. What are you doing here, NC Nick? I don't see why not. I mean, if you look at Lamar, look, they 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 played TCU close, lost by eleven. Played Texas State close, lost by ten. But no, I mean Southern Miss is rolling here. Obviously, the the one the back to back game thing. It's like the COVID year. It's kind of crazy, but I don't see why anybody should should go with Lamar. So I'm with you. I'll lock it up. Sure, triple lock. Triple lock. Let's go, Eagles. Yes. Yes. Where's my sound? Where's my sound drop here? <laughs> Sorry, I'm having I'm having way too much fun with the soundboard. Uh, <laughs> next up, Prairie View heads into Ch- Chicago. As my father says when he says Chicago, um, <laughs> Prairie View's catching five at UIC. Prairie View might be the better team here. Give me the five points. Look, Prairie View's not bad. They only lost to Northwestern by ten. You look back at there; they beat Washington State by eleven. Give me the five points. I think they can play with them. They only lost to Rice by eight. Rice is Rice is quality. Uh, meanwhile, UIC is pretty decent too, but I just think this is like it's probably going to come down to the final possession. G- give me, give me Prairie View, give me PV. Shout out to Park View. Uh, NC Nick, what are you doing here? I think I'm with you. I mean, this is the seventh straight road gra- road game for for Prairie View. Now, granted, they didn't have to go that far because they were at Northwestern on Sunday and just a ten point loss. So I, I guess you start worrying about this this really long road trip and they if they have any legs under them. But I'll go with you. Money line, yeah, no, I'm gonna ride with you guys as well. I think Prairie View, just another one of those uh, HBCUs in the SWAC that has just been good against the number this year. They've been competitive. Gave Northwestern a game, uh, gave UTSA a game, and ten- should have beat Tennessee Martin outright as well. I'll uh, I'll ride uh, Prairie View with you guys. I feel like there should be a documentary on like ten of these schools that you know are very are poorer schools and they have to go and play like 15 straight road games every year. They should have Crazy. a documentary about you know, like the you know the finances of that athletic department and what these these basketball teams have to do and 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 how can these guys be student athletes whatsoever? I don't know if they're freaking jet setting across the country. You know, <laughs> it's just interesting. Can you imagine if like St. John's had to start the season two months on the road? Yeah, I mean, or I'm just naming a random school, right. but uh, it, it's pretty remarkable what they do. Um, nobody's talking about it really either. I know there's a, there's a globe trotters. 
Yeah, they really are. They just keep going next town to next town. Yeah, yeah no, right. it's uh, it's crazy. A lot of them are just playing their first home games now at the end of the fall semester. And 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 the Globetrotters didn't have to study for that physics that physics exam either. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's true. Uh, Green Bay heading to take on the Tommies. Two and eight Green Bay. This one's at Shoenecker Arena. Great name. Nobody goes into Shoenecker and gets a dub. <sighs> Shoenecker sounds like a candy bar. Uh, St. Thomas is eight and four. They're laying 13 points. Phoenix, Phoenix. Can the Phoenix rise in Minnesota? <laughs> I was getting ready to say they're finally showing our boys some respect with that number. Um, do you know, do you know St. Thomas has the number 22 offense in America? Wow. Yeah, no, they're good. They, they they're efficient offensively. I've I've watched them a couple times. Uh, I, other than the Utah game, they've been good in every single game so far this year, or competitive at least. You know, Green Bay has the number three hundred fifty third offense. That's almost the worst offense in the country. I'm Their defense lay, isn't much better either. I'm gonna lay the points with the Tommies. I think the Tommies are gonna put it on them. NC Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, if you look at the teams that, you know, basically on Green Bay's level that St. Thomas has played, well, they beat Chicago State by 22. They beat uh Brooklyn, uh St. Francis Brooklyn by 36. So, yeah, I think uh you get stomped when you go into the shoenecker. <laughs> what are you doing, Moneyline? Uh Tommy's are going to put it on. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm not locking it. You locking it? No, we yeah. can't lock the Tommy's yeah. as 13. Yeah. You know, they got to be back in their role. They're like the Detroit Lions. We got to get them back in their role as a dog <laughs> and then we'll ride them. This is just too much, too much to lock up. I think we should consider locking this one though because Mississippi Valley State they're heading into uh good old Charles Coke Arena. You could just you could just smell the racism. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that that the Koch brothers, by the way, Wichita State alums. Look, Koch brothers, if you want to do something good, bring bring back the football program. All right, We're, we might ignore your check. You got the pa- money, your checkered <laughs> pass. All right, Bill Parcells, part of your alumni. Come on, you got you got the name. Let's go get this thing going. Uh, Mississippi Valley State's one and nine guys. They just lost by thirty to Mississippi State. They're de- this is a twenty six point spread. <laughs> but uh, Wichita is just five and four. They need to they need to take care of business again at, at home against these teams. They beat Central Arkansas by twenty four. I think Central Arkansas is better than Mississippi Valley State. They did lose to Alcorn State though, surprisingly, somewhere in there. Do we lock up the Shockers? I'm taking the Shockers, but do we lock yeah. it? Is the question. NC Nick. I mean, that's, I'm definitely taking them too. If you, if you look at uh, Mississippi Valley State, they've only broke 60 points twice in in 10 games this year. You make an interesting case. I mean, usually, like usually, I pick these you know large spreads rather quickly. I don't really even consider locking it, but you make a strong point. I don't know. I'll think about it. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mac, can you can you convince us? Let's see if you uh, can pull up pull up Bruce Pearl. Probably use car salesman and sell us on this one. I mean, I'm definitely on the Wichita State side. I just like looking at Wichita State, what they've done. They struggle to score at times. That's the problem where I I don't want to lay 26 with them in in a lock situation. I think because I mean, yeah, like they they go through scoring drafts, but but like the chat is saying right now, 
Um, Mississippi Valley State is terrible. They might be the worst team in the nation. Yeah, them in Hartford. Yeah. I don't know. I'm laying the points. Get the SGPN app, folks. North Carolina A and T. Terrell Furman's boys heading into Houston, Texas. Take on Kelvin Sampson's bunch. A and T's catching thirty in Houston. I'm laying the points. Uh, Houston's coming off the loss. I know the last time they played, Houston only won by four, but that was that was eleven years ago. That was a different team. <laughs> yeah. Clyde Drexler yeah. might have still been coaching the fucking team. I don't remember. Uh, what are you doing here, NC Nick? I agree, man. I think uh, bad timing to be the Aggies of A and T. I think Houston, uh, you know, that, that losing that home game to Alabama, they come back, you know, with a vengeance uh, the, uh, Tuesday. Mac, money line, Mac. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'll lock this one up. This is Houston <laughs> off of their first loss. They're going to put Ooh. it on. They're win by forty. Take the Cougars minus thirty. It's not working out for us so well tonight with our big numbers, but. It's easy to see a tide turn sometimes. Uh, Eastern Washington's heading into Lubbock. E Dub is catching uh, 17 and a half. This is at United Supermarkets Arena. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> who who would have thought? Whole Foods, Albertsons, Safeway, Giant Eagle. Don't forget your butter. Harris Teeter, all getting together as one. Hold oh, on. Isn't the Boise Stadium Albertsons? That's true. Maybe they're so, not a so part of it. Maybe, maybe it's everybody part. else. Maybe it's everyone else <laughs> against them. All right. Trader Joe's got in on there. They got in <laughs> on that action. Uh, Eastern Washington four and six, Texas tech six and two, but Texas Tech's had some close calls at home, even though they have that great home court advantage, they only beat Nichols by seven. And that game was closer than that score indicates. That La tech <sighs> game was a single digit win as well. I'll take the points and eat dub. What are you doing here, Nick? Agreed. Uh, Moneyline Mac. Yeah, no, kind of the same logic as Wichita State, where they kind of struggle to score at times. But I think they've had a big layoff here, uh, six days in between games. I'll take uh, the Red Raiders. Next up, we got Chicago State. Our boys heading into uh, what is this? Where the fuck is this? Murray, Kentucky. Wasn't sure if it was a different city. Uh, this is at the CFSB Center. Bring your membership. Yeah, CFSB twenty. I use CS. It sounds like a, a fucking skin protection. You know, suntan. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Chicago State's getting fourteen and a half. I'm on my. I'm on my boys. I'm taking the fourteen and a half, and I I might lock this by tomorrow morning. NC Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm taking the points. I'm not even going to consider locking it. I, I think, you know, Steve Prom's second stint as the head coach at Murray State has been kind of up and down. They had a they, they beat Texas A&M, they beat Tulsa, but uh, they're just five and four currently with a couple overtime wins in December. So it seems like they play every game close. And Chicago State is no longer one of the worst teams in D1, and uh, that was evident a couple weeks ago when they only lost at Marquette by 14. So I do like Chicago State to cover. Let's go. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a line on American Indian College against Utah Valley. Next up, uh, <laughs> Texas. But uh, give me Geronimo, Geronimo in the points. If you find the line, give me Geronimo in the points. Uh, I think uh, Eduardo Naha is the head coach. Oh, he's a fucking man. Big I'm fan. Actually, I'm joking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi is heading into Arizona, taking on the Wildcats. Wildcats are laying twenty-two and a half. Corpus Christi's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me Corpus Christi. To, no, no, I'm not. Give me Arizona minus twenty-two and a half. What are you doing here, Nick? 
The only potential thing is that this weekend, Arizona has a big home showdown versus Tennessee. I mean, is it, you know, the, the letdown look ahead spot sandwich spot coming off the big Indiana win. Yeah. All right. I'll take the points. There we go. Taking the points. There we go. South Carolina upstates heading to Tallahassee. Florida state's fresh off that second win of the season. When they put it to Louisville, (laughs) take that Kenny Payne. Uh, Is it rock bottom yet? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, this is at the Donald L Tucker civic center. Um, South Carolina upstate's getting set, getting 13. 13. I'll take the 13 FSU wins by eight. Nick, I'm gonna go Florida state. I think they're playing a little bit better. The last three games, you got the 10 point loss to Purdue five point loss at UVA. Then they, they beat Louisville, who is probably worse than South Carolina upstate, but uh, upstate isn't very good either. So give me the Knowles. Money line Mac. What are you doing here? I'm, I'm going to ride the Seminoles with you guys as well. No, no, I'm not taking, I'm taking upstate buddy. Well, you're oh, wrong, I thought, Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm, with I'm, with Nick, I'm with Nick then. Uh, yeah. I think the Seminoles are playing better. Look, I, if, you, I, if you're in Tallahassee and you head upstate, you're going to run into South Carolina. That <laughs> is why you take South Carolina upstate. All right. Sound logic. <laughs> no, I'm no geog- geography major here, but uh sounds like but we should South definitely Carolina take is North. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, New Orleans. They're heading into Boise, Idaho. This is at the, well, no, the, the football stadiums, Albertsons. This one's called the extra mile arena. That's a little close to Sandusky sounding. What was that? Second mile. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. We might need to investigate what's going on here. Uh, uh, New Orleans is catching twenty three in Boise. Boise has been playing good. Boy, uh, New Orleans sucks ass. I'm gonna lay the points. Oh man, it's a lot of points, but I'm gonna do it because New Orleans is that bad. I think they just lost to Portland by forty nine points. No, New Orleans is awful, dude. Their, their one win is over uh, IUP by three. But Boise plays. I mean, Boise's like a, a top ten, top fifteen ranked defense on Ken Palm. That yeah, you know, they don't play a, a brand of basketball where they usually score a ton of points. But I can't take New Orleans, so I'm on Boise. Mac, yeah, no, I agree with uh, Nick there in terms of they're another team that doesn't really blow out teams as much. But you look at what they've done; they haven't lost a game since uh, Charlotte back before Thanksgiving. They're playing good ball right now. In New Orleans is honestly an auto fade territory, so I will. Take the Broncos as well. All right. Next up, game of the night. Memphis heads into Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Bama's lay at seven. Coming off the win against the number one ranked team in the nation, the Houston Cougars in Houston. They come back home. Give me Memphis plus the seven. Let's go. What are you doing here, Moneyline Mac? This is a tough game to pick because Memphis drilled them last year in Memphis. So revenge angle. I'm going to lead to the Crimson Tide. Uh, to lay the points here. Memphis also coming off the big win. It's Saturday against Auburn. So two teams coming off big wins, playing good basketball. Looking forward to watching this one. It's going to be a hectic pace. NC Nick. Yeah, I think Bama's a better team. I mean, look, uh, they're playing good ball. They got wins over Houston, North Carolina, Michigan State. The only loss was uh the Yukon game in Portland. And Memphis's resume is just not quite there as far as big wins. Uh and their two losses was uh, against St. Louis and against Seton Hall. Uh, I, I was a little hesitant at first because I know last year Bama was so up and down, but I like the freshman forwards they got with Brandon Miller and Noah Clowney, and then the um, Ohio transfer Mark Spears is providing that veteran leadership in the backcourt. So uh, Bama's a better team. They're at home. Roll Tide. I think everyone's going to be riding Bama. 
And that is why you go with the Memphis Tigers. Well, I mean, but both teams are coming off that big win. So it's not big like, wins, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, both, uh, you could argue that both those wins were maybe the best two wins of the weekend. Um, so I don't know if it's quite a letdown spot, especially with what Ryan said about what happened last year. I expect a hectic pace here. Both teams want to get up and down. A lot of athletes in the game. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this one. Yeah. Uh, next up, we don't have a line on this one, but I think we should note that Jim Les and UC Davis are taking on holy names. <laughs> holy Where names. Could you be Where more the specific? That? That's the name of the institution that I'm seeing here. Holy names. The last time they played UC Davis, they lost by 60. Um, I don't have a schedule on them besides the fact that they have uh play UC Davis. Shout out to holy names. Um, Colby, not a holy name. As far as I know, um, no, I don't think so. Uh, Pacific is taking on CS Stanislaus <laughs> fucking Santa Claus. They got fucking Chris Kringle coming down. To, to, pretty close to Christmas guys. I think you gotta take the points. Yeah. Chris Kringle coming down to Alex Spano center. Uh, UTSA is at Utah. NC Nick, didn't we see a line on this one earlier? Uh, I don't 22. Okay. You did the road runners are meet meeping their way into Salt Lake city, getting 22 and a half. Oh uh, man. This one on the pac 12 network. Good luck finding it. Um, <laughs> they did. I mean, I don't know. This is a big number, but Utah looks really good this year, but you know what? I'm still taking the points. I think Utah might get up early at John Huntsman center and uh Get it done. Uh, give me, give me the Roadrunners and the points. They covered uh, the, the what was it the the last game UTSA played? They covered uh, New Mexico. Yeah, they covered that number. So, uh, uh, meet me. They treat me good. Give me UTSA. Nick, what are you doing? I'm gonna disagree. Actually, I think that Salt Lake City advantage is just. I guess it's huge in basketball and football. I mean, they just whipped Jacksonville State, who I think is better than UTSA by uh, what 41. That's enough for me to lay that big number. Moneyline, I'm gonna take UTSA. I I don't love it though. Utah has quietly started building a NCAA tournament resume so far in the non-conference. Um, obviously they well, I guess it's not the non-conference with Arizona, but that's their marquee win. But I mean, drilling Jack State and the Tommies the way they have Georgia Tech as well. Um, they've been good at home too. They do have the Holy War on deck. That's true. On Saturday, the Holy War going yeah. on. Portland State heads into Santa Clara. Santa Clara's laying eleven. Hey, I took it. I took San Jose State the other night as a nine and a half point dog on the money line against Santa Clara, and boom, it hit. Portland State's not as good as San Jose State, but I think they can keep it within eleven points. Give me the Vikings. Uh, what did what did uh, Frank Drebin say? Naked gun. He was trying to go on a date. He was like, I know a place that has great Viking food. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Santa Clara. <laughs> What are you doing here, NC Nick? You going with the Viking food? No, I don't think so. I'm going to go with the Bronco food. Uh, I, I do like them to bounce back from that loss to San Jose State. So uh, yeah, Portland. I mean, they, they got they beat Oregon State twice already. Uh, they beat Air Force. I got a couple decent wins, but I think overall Santa Clara is just you know head and shoulders better, and they're at home. So give me the Broncos. Mac. Yeah, I struggle with this one. I'm going to take the points. Uh, Portland State, I think, can keep this within ten. Uh, like you said, they swept to Oregon State. Um, two of their losses are against Gonzaga and West Virginia. I will. Uh, I'll take the points. I got to get that sound drop from Predator where Schwarzenegger goes, "Mac, you son yeah. of a bitch!" <laughs> nice. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Next up, Cal Poly. John Madden's alma mater. They head to Seattle. I love how they head to Seattle to the Alaska Airlines Arena. <laughs> what the hell? This that? is like Susan. the California Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> Fucking all, uh, Los Angeles. I don't know. Uh, uh, Cal Poly is catching twelve and a half. Cal Poly's not terrible. They beat Portland State by uh, twenty three the other day. You know I'm a John Madden guy here. All right. I'm a, he's one of the best ever. So I, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the Mustangs. Let's go. NC Nick, what are you doing here? Cal Poly isn't bad, but I will say, I think Washington is a little bit better this year than the last couple of years. I like what Keon Brooks, the uh, Kentucky transfer is doing there, but I think you're right. I'm going to take the point. Certainly don't love the play, but I think it's a couple too many points. Give me Cal Poly money line. Mac, what are you doing here? I'm going to lay it. I actually have been impressed with Washington recently um, coming off the loss of Gonzaga kind of got away from them in the second half. I'll lay the points. They've been pretty good at home so far this year, other than the Cal Baptist uh, game early in the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, time that time for the locks here. We're done. The locks for tonight are, or today I should say, I am locking up, man. I did, we didn't have that many locks on the slate here, but I am locking up Coppin State plus eight at G Dub. Lock it up. I am locking up Furman plus six and a half at NC State. I am locking up Marshall minus two and a half at UNC Greensboro. Lock it up Stonehill plus twelve and a half at Boston College. I'm locking up UMass Lowell minus one at Rhode Island. And uh, I'm locking up Iona minus six at home against Princeton. And I'll even throw in one more. Give me fairly Dickinson plus 16 at Richmond. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. NC Nick, your locks. All right. Let me see if I can recap this and capture all of them. I am taking Furman at NC state. Uh, what was that? Six, six and a half. What was that? Yeah. Six and a half, six and a half. I'm taking Marshall minus two and a half at UNCG. I am taking Iona minus six at home against Princeton. Oh, we forgot uh, Southern Miss also. Southern Miss, we all locked up Southern Miss minus 15. Yes. Southern yeah. Miss, yep. Uh, Stonehill plus, uh, what was that again? Uh, 12 and 12 a half. 12 and a half. And uh, you mentioned Southern Miss. I think that's it, boys. Yep. Moneyline Mac, your locks. Fire away. All right. I will lead it off. I got Coppin State uh, plus eight and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line at GW. Furman uh, plus the six. Sprinkle some on the money line as well at NC State. I'm going to take uh, Lavelle Moton, North Carolina Central plus 14 at LSU. We're all on Marshall minus two and a half at Greensboro. We're going to take Stonehill plus a 12 and a half at Boston College. We're going to lay the point. Uh, at Rhode Island with UMass Lowell, the Riverhawks. We're all on Richard Patino, or sorry, Rick Patino. Richard Patino's at New Mexico. We're going to take Rick Patino and the Iona Gales minus six against Princeton. Uh, Southern Miss minus 15 at Lamar to beat him again. Houston minus 30 against North Carolina AT. And I'll add one more. I will lay the points with the Tommies against the Green Bay. <laughs> oh, <Let's go. laughs> there we go. Let's all right, go, folks. Tommies. Subscribe to the college basketball. Hey, uh, experience. One more thing. We got to do our game balls, Colby. Oh, that's right. Game balls. That's right. Yes. The, the, the finals 
are, do we have Gonzaga's up by 20? Those bastards are not going to cover sick of this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm done with them. Michael Crichton uh, and the blue Jays uh, are, are down two to Arizona state with two minutes left. So they're battling back. They're hanging tough. Kennesaw state is hanging tough. Well, actually they're down 14. Uh, they might not cover my, my bet. I don't know. I don't know guys. I'm just over here having a cocktail. Um, all right. Game ball. Number one, we all have two for me. I think it's gotta be Columbia. You're a heavy dog teams. People like us, idiots like us are, are writing you off. And what do you do? I don't even think they trailed in this game. If, if so, it was early on. They go to Lafayette and they remind them that they are little bitches. All right. Shout out to Columbia. The Lions get it done. That's my game ball number one. NC Nick? Uh, I will go with Oral Roberts. Big home win, you know, uh, out of conference against Liberty, uh, dropping 46 on them in the second half alone. Give me Oral Roberts. Moneyline Mac. I'm going to go uh, the team that we all locked up and it was a sweat, but uh, Yale Bulldogs, I mean, fell down early 15 early battled back and got a bit good road win, uh, double digit road win. So uh, shout out to the Yale Bulldogs coming through for us. Yeah. Um, after that, <laughs> we're really diving. This is <laughs> tough. The second one here. Uh, well, it's gotta be Philander Smith. They kept it within 40. No, I'm joking. Uh <laughs> I, go South Florida. I, I think you got to go South Florida because yeah. the look they've been in a lot of games this year where they lost they lost their their uh, you know whether it was the Southeast Missouri State game and you know things are looking really really shitty in Tampa and sometimes it's nice to hit the road against a Missouri Valley team where you weren't even favored you get the dub maybe you can build some momentum on that give me give me the Bulls of South Florida pulling a pulling a nice road win there. Uh, NC Nick, it goes back to you. Stony Brook getting their first Division One win of the year. Previously, they only had wins over Miami Hamilton and St. Joseph's Long Island. I think they beat Sacred Heart at home by seven. Battle back too. Battle back there. Their character was in question. Got the heart of a champion. It's true. Sea Wolves, baby. What the fuck's a Sea Wolf, Nick? A wolf that lives by the ocean. <laughs> All right. All right. I feel like Alaska's got a lot of sea wolves. All right. Uh, I just learned something new today. All right. Uh, Moneyline Mac, your final, the final game ball of the night. Yeah. So uh, we should go Texas Longhorns. You know, they got a statement win tonight. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I will go. I'm going to go game that's at halftime right now. I don't know if they're going to hold on. They're up 23. <laughs> I, yeah. We got to go. I'll go Steve Lavin in San Diego being up uh, on UC San Diego, 44, 21 at the break. So uh, pending uh, they, they actually hold on here. That's, I mean, that line was shrinking. So for them to be up 23 at the, uh, at the half, I mean, that's impressive. It's true. Now, if they can yeah. hang on, but yeah. uh, Hey, Steve Levin, friend of the program. So let's go. Exactly. If Our, not, we'll go give it to Texas, right? Yeah, exactly. If that, uh, if not, then uh, give it to Texas for surviving without their, their, well, their, their next ex head coach um, folks subscribe to the college basketball experience, subscribe to the college football experience, subscribe to the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out all of Ryan's work NFL gambling podcast, the Ryan and Russ show. What are you doing? Bozos? 
don't forget the sports gambling podcast. They've been covering everything. You know what I mean? The world cup gambling podcast. Check it out. All right. Check it out folks. NBA gambling podcast, NHL gambling podcast, NFL gambling podcast. As I mentioned before, NHL, all these ones, CFL, they're all out there. Go check them out. All right, folks, hop in the discord, talk college hoops of the sports gambling, uh, sports gambling podcast.com slash discord until then tomorrow night. We'll be back. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. It's got me thinking about the good shit. The minute that I seen your grill again, it made me good trip. Good dog the mind back, like dog but wind that. Man, I didn't get mad when you near me hit me time back. But the coming zone was strong. Now my shit's coming along, you know the song. The truth is I'm pretty much on fire again. It's heating up for real, I'm alive again. Uh, and that's the attraction factor. Vancouver, Michigan with my rap disaster. Yeah.